0: Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-Step Recovery Fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any of them either. My hope is that you will find my words helpful in some way, whether you're in recovery or not. This is episode 93 How to Overcome Your Sense of Urgency So You Can Relax. I never knew that I'd been living with a sense of urgency my entire life, 24 7, until I got into recovery. I know that it was hearing someone else in recovery, probably in a podcast, say, that they had lived with a sense of urgency before recovery that caused me to recognize that that was the exact description of my life. I'm not really sure if that was after I had already gotten glimpses of what it was like to not have urgency all the time, or if I was still living with that constant sense of urgency when I heard that. I'm not really clear on that. I guess maybe that doesn't really matter But perhaps, like me, you don't even know that a sense of urgency is a thing and that you don't have to live like that. What living with a sense of urgency meant for me was that I needed to do things immediately. There was no lollygagging, there was no waiting. I needed to get on things pronto, as my dad would say. I couldn't let anything slide. I rushed through things. I rushed other people. I was always in a hurry to get somewhere. I sped on the highway and I was upset that people were in my way on the highway. In fact, I was upset that people were actually driving on the highway as if it was created for me. As time has gone by and my sense of urgency has fallen by the wayside, I can look back now and understand it. When I had a sense of urgency, I was a very reactive person. I wasn't a proactive person. I was responding to the things going on in my life. In fact, not even responding, reacting to what was going on in my life. And I can see now that all of this was evidence of having victim mentality. So if you haven't heard my episode on overcoming victim mentality, I encourage you to listen to that. It's episode number three. Other than learning that I was codependent, learning that I operated from victim mentality was the biggest paradigm shift of my recovery. In fact, I would call it a spiritual awakening, not just a paradigm shift. Now, mind you, I could spot a victim a mile away because I rescued them all the time. But I had absolutely no understanding that I had somehow internalized this victim mentality. I felt like I had agency in my life. I felt like a very responsible person. I was a responsible person, but I just couldn't see this mentality at the time that I can now see with crystal clarity. This mentality operated in my subconscious and it caused me to feel subconsciously anyway, like things were happening to me. So that traffic example I gave is a really good example. I felt like traffic was happening to me. It wasn't happening. It was happening to me. So this sense of urgency is just another piece of the puzzle of my victim mentality. If you feel like life is happening to you, like people are doing things to you, for me, it was my dad. I now realize he wasn't doing things to me. He was just doing things. And I just happened to be in the way when the consequences of his actions came around. Probably the thing that has helped me the most with my sense of urgency is pausing. And I do have an episode about that. I know. Shocking, right? It's episode number eight. It is my number one tool of recovery and always has been. Learning that pausing was an option was huge for me. Then keeping in mind that I might actually be able to pause at some point was very difficult for me. And then actually becoming able to pause was extremely difficult for me. I'm not going to go into that process right now because you can listen to that episode if you want to, but just like everything else in recovery, it's a process and it takes time. So learning how to pause was by far the most important thing that stopped my sense of urgency. But there was other stuff that came together to help me overcome my sense of urgency so I could just fucking relax in my life. That is probably the gift I appreciate the most about recovery. I get to fucking relax in my life. I'm not in constant tension, rushing, and feeling that sense of urgency anymore. So other things that combined to eliminate my permanent sense of urgency include reaching out for help. Knowing that I didn't have to do things on my own definitely took some of the weight off of that sense of urgency. Stopping caring what other people thought about me so much also helped with my sense of urgency. There was something tied up between doing things quickly and getting people's approval. Now, of course, that didn't take into consideration that when you do things quickly, you're not as careful as you are when you do things slowly with care. Another part of letting go of my sense of urgency is turning things over to my higher power letting go of things and not being attached to the outcome. All three of those are really just different ways of saying the same thing, at least in my mind. So if you're living with a sense of urgency at all times, I want you to know that first of all, you don't have to live like that. There is another way. It's possible to slow down and live life at a leisurely pace And relax into your life. And it's not only possible, it's possible for you. It is a process to learn how to get past the sense of urgency, but it's going to start by first learning how to pause. The rest of the things I don't think matter so much what order you do them in, but for me, they including included, understanding that things are happening, they're not happening to you, coming to believe that what you think about you is more important than what other people think about you, and that you're not alone. You can ask other people for help. You can reach out to your higher power for help. Speaking of reaching out to your higher power, you can hand things over your higher power, you can let go of them and not be attached to the outcome. When you use all these tools and strategies, at least if your experience is anything like mine was, then they will eliminate your sense of urgency 24-7. Now, it does happen from time to time where I feel a sense of urgency coming on. If I ever do get that sense of urgency, it's a red flag for me that something has got to change. It's an indication that my life has become unmanageable. So if you have a sense of urgency, it is perhaps an indicator that your life is unmanageable. And I'm here to tell you that you don't have to live that way. If that's you, I hope you'll take all this to heart and start pausing And doing some of those other things I mentioned, like reaching out for help, handing things over, learning to care more what you think about yourself than what others do. Remember, healing is possible. It's never too late. And no one is beyond hope. Talk to you next week. That's it for today. Please share this episode with anyone who might find it helpful. If you like what you've heard here, you might be interested in private coaching with me. If that sounds like you, then head on over to barbchat.net or you can get on my calendar for a free 20-minute consultation to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep lasting changes in my life. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change but I'll coach anyone who wants to be happy, joyous, and free. So if that's you, then go to barbchat.net and get on my calendar. I'd love to chat with you. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. This helps other people find me. Thanks for listening.